going on y'all welcome back to another jab podcast it's episode 96 i'm combo breaker 99 what's up everybody it's your boy boxing p and we're back to talk about last weekend's fight it was a pretty good fight errol spence versus mikey garcia and before we go into that we just go back and talk about a couple of other fights you know the tevin farmer and uh what's his name uh jono carroll you know it turned out to be a tougher fight for tevin uh, farmer but um this Errol Spence fight, Mikey Garcia fight, you know, we just talk about the different angles like we always do, you know, what this fight means. And now that, you know, Errol's got it out the way, what's next for him, you know? But before we do that, what's been going on with you, Pete? Um, Not too much, man. Not too much. Um, You know, I told you I got that drone, so I've really been, been, been extremely out. You're trying to be, man. Mm-hmm. It's a little scary, but yeah, man. Yeah. It's, it's, um, Definitely been just tinkering with that, trying to get good with it. Okay, you uh, getting the, getting ready to get them ring shots too, right? Whenever you, you know it, <laughs> yeah. They coming through. Yeah. So, yeah, like I told you, man, I ain't really mess with it, but you know, just seeing like the footage of it and like people messing with it, I went to go look at look at it online a little bit. I was like, man, this this, this is kind of cool, man. You, you know, know hey, hey, you know, this is looking, you know, yeah, and just then, like the technology they got. It's so much stuff, but you got to get good first. Then you could, you know, explore the other stuff that they could do. So that's kind of where I'm at. You know what I mean? But that's the fun part of it, right? You know, kind of, kind of learning it and stuff, you know, kind of messing around with it, you know, just kind of learning and stuff. Cause that's something like you said, that's something new for you. It for is, me. But it's a little, it's a little stressful too, man. Eh? Cause it ain't cheap. So you ain't trying, oh, you ain't trying to bust it. <laughs> no, you yeah. ain't trying to yeah. have your drone just fly up into heaven or whatever, or fly away <laughs> or whatever. So you'd be a little nervous or whatever, you know, but it's all good, man. It's definitely um, fun. I ain't gonna lie. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool, man. Yeah, man. Uh, once you get good at it, you better give me a crash course when I get one. Yeah, man. For sure. Yeah, man. But, um, Looking at these fights last weekend, man, uh, just looking at the one on the zone, that Friday fight between Tevin Farmer and Joan Carroll, you know, uh, I watched it, you know, and I was like, every, like, I was just like everybody else. I thought this was going to be a fight where Tevin Farmer was just having to stay busy night. You know what I mean? Just just staying active. Yeah. But this turned out to be, you know, <laughs> a little something, something <laughs> And, you know, shout out to Jonah Carroll because he really came to put it on Tevin. Like, you know, yeah. he was talking junk at the press conference. Yeah. Um, he was really bringing the energy like he wanted to fight. That's why when I saw it, I was like, well, I think this every time I see about Tevin, like when I see Tevin, it's not like no disrespect. I always feel like he better be bringing some firepower for whoever he's fighting. You know what I mean? Because it's like 
he doesn't pack enough punching power. And I don't, I don't know if that's just the way he fights or if he chooses to. What do you think, man? Is it like a weakness? I think it's it's probably just like that 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 Pauly, you know, the Pauly thing. Just you know, some people just don't really possess that 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 power. It, it don't make sense, man, because it seems like if you make muscles and you throw a punch the right way, you should have power. But it's evidently it's deeper than that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and like you know, you just look at. You know his his record, man. He he he's not really he, he he's not a puncher, but mm-hmm. you know, to step up in that upper echelon of um, competition, um, it's not impossible. But it's gonna be tough, man. Without having that firepower to you know get that respect from these guys, he's a hell of a boxer. He can move, he can slip punches, he can do all of that. But it's just that 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 firepower. Um, I think he's missing, and it's going. It's going to play a big part, you know, in him moving forward in that in in, in those weight classes. Yeah, yeah, I feel that way because it's like when I seen what he was doing, I was just thinking like, man, like I know boxing is not about just going all out and you know throwing wild punches, and it's about the science, but. Ain't that kind of scary for a fighter who don't have punching power, where they have to be so dedicated to boxing every fight, and it's like. Damn, I have to make sure I'm on my game all the time. Cause even if I try to counter or catch him, my punch ain't gonna knock him out or rock him, you know? Exactly. I mean, it actually make you give those guys a little bit more respect because it's it's dangerous, you know what I'm saying? And mm-hmm. they always gotta be working. You know, the guy with the power, he's never out to fight till it's over, ain't yeah. you know, the power, because he can always land that shot. But if you ain't got the power, that don't even exist for you. You know exactly. Yeah, because when I see these guys' records, like sometimes you see like thirty wins and maybe like nine knockouts. You're like, damn, he really got to be dedicated to the yeah. to the science on point. Because um, when you look at this fight, the guy Carroll was really taking it to him because he wasn't respecting anything Tevin had. He was really like on the inside, banging in the body. You know, really just like going at him. Yeah, and um, stuff. yeah, and then Tevin was trying to match him punch for punch because I even saw somebody line say he don't need to be in the pocket with him, you know? Yeah. And it was like, yeah, man, it was like, I don't know if he was just, if that was just a strategy to show he could take the punches or, or show he could, like, make it wear him out. But that, that wasn't really a good strategy for a guy who might have more in the tank because I granted Carroll gassed out towards the second half, but, you know, on Tevin's part, I was surprised he did get a unanimous decision. Were you surprised it was unanimous? Yeah, definitely, you know, you know, I mean, you know, but sometimes um, fighters, we like get decisions that <laughs> um, could be questionable, but I, you know, I mean, yeah, unanimous, unanimous, I wouldn't say he dominated that fight, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It definitely was a tough, close fight. Like you said, the second half, you know, Juno had gassed out, but, um, you know, I just wanted to say, you know, about Tevin getting caught up in, t- in the pocket like that, you know, with Juno bringing that type of energy and not – and backing it up in the ring, you got to be psychologically sound enough not to fall into that trap. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Tevin Farmer had no business really falling into that trap. Had this guy been a real knockout artist, you know, some of those things could have cost him, you know what I'm saying? But I see how he dragged him into that by his bravado – 
before the fight and in the fight. You know what? It just wasn't talk. He like, yo, I'm bringing it. So exactly. you know, tell a man, you feel like, oh, yo, you bringing it? Oh, I'm going to bring it too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But you're playing chess. You're playing chess, though, Ant. You know what I'm saying? So you can't get caught up into that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, yeah, that's, that's a good point because that was his mindset because I saw, like, the first half of the fight, it was like Carol kept looking at him after every round, too. You know, like, you know, you know, he's kind of giving him that 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 energy, like, yeah, what you going to do? I got to that So, so Tevin was like, "Oh, you want to go in the pocket? Exactly. Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm getting caught. I'm getting caught, but I'm, I'm gonna stay here." You know, and like exactly. Yeah. So, Tevin, you know, he's a good box, but sometimes, you know, that can play a factor. You know, the the the, the masculinity. You know what I mean? Sometimes you want to be the more macho fighter, and you want to be able to bang too, but. Sometimes you just gotta go on or do what you do, you know. Don't go for what you know. But I think that um, I think it was pretty close. Like I would have said, maybe like a split decision. I'm surprised one of the judges didn't give it to uh, Carol. But uh, it was a good fight. But my thing was when I saw that, I was like, man, Javante Tank Davis. <laughs> what you think, man? You think um, uh, you think he's gonna be prepared for that type of firepower? I think I think it's I, I think it's bad news that you know what I'm saying it, and even kind of the trajectory the tank is on I mean he's getting his name is mentioned getting mentioned in different rounds than Tevin Farmer his name is to be honest and um it could be a fight that make him not look so good you know what I mean but overall he will wind up winning that fight probably by by stoppage, Ant. You know what I'm saying? I, I, mm-hmm. I believe if him and Farmer meet up right now, that's what's going to happen. You know, I'm not saying it's going to be a first round, second round. It could be, you know, late late round, late rounds that it happens. But, you know, do Tank, where's his mind at? Because, you know, his, his 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 name is in the talks of Lomachenko and some of these big names out here. So I don't I don't know, you know what I'm saying, where, where, where his head is at right now. Would you mm-hmm. think you think that they can make this appetizing enough for him to dance? You know what I'm saying? I think they can because uh, you mean uh, Tank for Tank. Yeah, for Tank to dance. I think so because you know it, that you know uh, Tevin Farmer get past Carol. So I think if the money was right, and probably after seeing that fight, I think he would accept it. You know, I think Tank would definitely go for it because um, Tank he wouldn't even really have to do what Carol did, but I feel like he could, you know, corner corner Tevin and really get off some really devastating shots on him. You know, like Tevin is a very good boxer, but he's going to get caught fighting somebody like Tank. You know, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, he's, you still got to realize because Tank is a good boxer too. It's not just the power with him; the power, the power plus. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, and like. The longer they wait, too, Tevin, he might want this fight now because the longer they wait, I think Tank is going to get better. You know, he's, I think he's going to get better and stronger. You know, he's going to get, he's gonna be a, an even polished boxer if he lets Tank get in, like, two or three more fights, you know? Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I honestly feel like uh, Tevin Farmer needs some more impressive performances to make this a fight that has to happen. It's an interesting fight for right now, but, like, Definitely off that last performance, that that wasn't that wasn't the best performance from you, uh, Tevin Farmer. And now you're talking about stepping into more firepower, uh, even more dangerous fight. It's just like I don't know, man. You know what I'm saying? I, I would like to see maybe I don't know. 
don't know. Him being 28, you don't think he should just go ahead and take it now? Tevin oh, Palmer. Tevin Palmer, he 28? Mm-hmm. I mean, as far as is he concerned, I mean, if 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 they offered it, I'm I'm more speaking on like would Tank be interested? I think Tevin Farmer, yeah, the time is now. I mean, if you could get it, okay, you saying if Tank Tank might not be interested after seeing that? You mean you don't think his stock is high enough for Tank? Yeah, that's kind of what I'm thinking, just because of mm-hmm. the, the train that he's riding on right now, the the Mayweather train, you know, the Lomachenko talks, the you know, I, I don't know though, Ant. I'm just speculating, but you know. Tevin Farmer to get that fight, he really need to be have making some noise. Just besides just talking about it, and you know what I'm saying. Um, he need to go in there and be like, now if he had went in there and dominating him and got him out there in two or three rounds, it'd been like, all right, Tank, I'm ready. What's up? That would have been more. People would have mm-hmm. felt that more. You know what I'm saying? They would have felt that more than you calling him out after the decision that you got. The people didn't even really feel you deserve that. And I mean, come on, man, that's just. You know yeah. what I mean? Um, but I guess, I, I guess I could see maybe him doing maybe one more fight just to see if he can make that statement, you know, and get out of this out of this realm of kind of looking, you know, questionable. But yeah, I mean, and not just so questionable, but not, but just not looking spectacular. You know what I yeah. mean? He, 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 I, mean well, t- I, I guess I say questionable for Tank because when you yeah. see that, you'd be like, can he take Tank? You yeah. know, I'd be like, can Absolutely. he survive a guy like Tank? Yeah, that's but, uh, it would be nice just to kind of get it out of the way on Tank's side because, you know, Tank, like we said before, they kind of have that history right now, you know, where it's mm-hmm. still bubbling a little bit where they were talking trash to each other. You know, uh, Tevin got a belt, and that might be something they might want to go for before they go in there with Lomachenko by now because I, I think that was you may have said that that this fight ain't never going to get big as Lomachenko, you know? Yeah, absolutely. 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 I mean, like you say, from that standpoint, you know, I, I, I'm down for it. I'm mm-hmm. just wondering how the camp's looking at it and how easy would it be to make this fight? You know what I'm saying? I mean, if the fans demand it, then, you know, people mm-hmm. got to look at it different. So, I mean, like I say, I'm down. I'm game for it, but I, I'm just questioning will it happen? Right. You know, yeah, it is kind of it is kind of like one of those fights where we like, yeah, I'll take it. I'm down for it, but it's not really like something where everybody's burning and yearning for, you know. Yeah, I mean, and more more so because it's having farmers' performances, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a solid boxer, but had he been in here running through and then calling out Tank, people were like, whoa, I don't know, Tank, you might get what's we what's up. I mean, he called. We want to see that, you know, but. Yeah, because the Loma fight, that's what everybody's really burning for. You know, reporters and bugging little LOB, you know, they're like, hey, you didn't make this happen. Yeah. So, I mean, and that's not like a guarantee win for for Tank. It's not a guarantee win, win for Lomachenko, but yeah. very intriguing fight, though. You see what I'm saying? That, that, that'll that make yeah. the fans pay attention. You know, a lot of people don't really know Tevin Farmer like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. The tank is connected to Floyd Mayweather, and now they connected him to Lomachenko. You know, it, it, his name is just in different pockets. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Farmer still need that big win to me, Ant. You know what I mean? He still need that coming out party. He got a belt, yeah. but you know what I mean? I like him. Super cool dude, humble. Mm-hmm. But, you know, we just talking about how the game work, Ant. You know how the game work. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Yeah, because I think of him kind of like in the Hopkins boat, you know. Absolutely. Um, he kind of had that rough start where he had like a couple losses, but now, <laughs> excuse me, he's he's kind of like um, resurrected himself. 
So he either need that other win or maybe the tank fight is going to be that fight that, that put him on the map, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, definitely if he went in there and performed, it definitely would do great for his stock or whatever, but like Could you said, he get that respect from Tank, though, man? Tank. I, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't know, you know, I don't know. It's a lot of politics with that, like, you know, I don't know, man. You just never know with this game sometimes, man. Like I said, if the fans demanded it, then maybe, maybe, you know, so, but right now it's just like the diehards who know about both of these guys, their history and how it could be a decent matchup for as long as it lasts. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, I think so, man. But, um, yeah, I was just looking here. Tank, you know, they mentioned his name of Ryan Garcia, too. You know what I mean? So it's just like he in that other realm, man. Like, he on another level, man. I mean, no disrespect yeah. to Farmer, but, you know, Tank, his performances, they that those performances thrust him into another stratosphere. So now he's getting mentioned in this next round of fighters, you know what I'm saying? And um, Tevin Farmer still got to get to that round that Tank is leaving, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Honest, you know what I'm saying? And with a couple dumb, with a couple good performances, he could do that. It's not impossible, but um, it's going to be a long road with, 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 without the power. And without the power, I mean, because Tank has power, it you know with with those weight classes, but other guys do too. You know, some guys don't hit as hard as Tank, but they got knockout power. They got you know, there's different levels of power all the way down. So it's not like oh, only thing I got to worry about is Tank. That's not necessarily true. No, there's a lot of heavy hitters. You know, yeah, you know what I'm saying. So Carol proved that. <laughs> you hey, yeah, man, but um, yeah, I think from here, yeah, I want to see Tevin do something big, you know, um, even if he can't get the tank fight, just do something big on, on this thing. Man. And he should not let this overwhelm him, man. If he don't get it, keep going. Fighters got to stop picking and pleading for a fight. You know, they don't want to make it keep moving because that's all you could do. Mm-hmm. A lot of people going back and forth and the fight is about to be made and it's this and that, you know I mean? It's like find the people who want to fight. Mike yeah, you know. Fight. Earl Spence wanted to fight easy. Easy. Done. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Find people who want to fight each other, man. Exactly, man. And um, before I wrap this topic up, I was going to say, yeah, man, I'm telling you, he need to go in there with somebody, Leo Santa Cruz or somebody, you know, Carl Frampton. Just those are guys who I mean, on the map. That look, you know, Gary you Russell. Work. I mean, Gary Russell. Gary Russell, yeah. He could get it's, 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 it's people's names mm-hmm. in that area and where you that's what I say why are you chasing tank I mean tank is a is a big name there but there's other names there that probably I, I would feel better if he tested those first he went in there and smoked Gary Russell I'd be like well I don't know yo shit he might be you know what I'm saying or just another name it, it, it would it would give us more you it, know it, how we gauge his pre- how he did with pressure you know just dealing yeah. with pressure with a bigger name you know so um You know, I mean, we just got to see what happened, you know, the second second half of the, of the year. I mean, you know, I mean, we still in the first, just getting out the first quarter. But, you know, we, we, we have to see, see what these guys do throughout the rest of the year and, um, you know, see who's still standing in uh, 2020. <laughs> For real. For real, man. Yeah, man. I mean, we got some good fighters here, man. It's just we need to start seeing them mix it up, you know. 
you know, we need to start seeing them go go by levels again. You know what I mean? Like, not just have people jump up when they don't deserve shit. You know, it has to go graduate, graduate up, up. You know, like just I don't want to go off topic, but it's like um the dude Anthony Yard, the light heavyweight, he trying to get a fight with Kovalev already. Yeah, you know, and he's not really known yet, and, and he hasn't really fought those other levels, but he already won that fight. So it's kind of like. Why waste, you know, why waste your moment when you can build up to it, you know? Yeah. And it's so crazy, and you, because we know the politics. When you think about somebody like Yard too, real quick, he got the physique. They've been trying to suit, you know, they see, they see possibly some, some, some money in, in the fight. Is he ready for Kovalev? No. Mm-hmm. Has he done anything to even make us think that? We haven't seen it. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? The public hasn't seen it. Maybe his sparring partners or his trainer or something, but, I'm just looking at it. They just looking at something maybe they can market because you know he do got that crazy physique. It's like him mm-hmm. and um, the Beast Wilson. They got some crazy physique. Right? Crazy I don't know what their skills is, but yeah, I don't know about their conditioning yeah, now. Like, yeah, what's but... it gonna really be like, man? That's why I said, like, in this case with with with, with Yard, man, it's like, damn, man, don't be greedy. You know, these people let them move right. You know, let them make them right moves. Don't just throw them in there the line yet. Exactly. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, uh, moving on, man. This uh, main event from Saturday, Earl Spence and Mikey Garcia. Like I said, like we always say, this wasn't a fight that nobody asked for, but Mikey asked for it. <laughs> and he got it. He was the only um, one who asked for this fight. You know what I mean? Yeah, not, even his corner didn't ask for it. But before we start really going into questions about the fight, man, I do got to say I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good fight, and um, I like the level that Errol Spence showed in this fight. You know, I felt like he kind of took the level of the power down and just kind of boxed Mikey Garcia. You know, it kind of reminded me of the Winky Wright Shane Mosley fight where he just fought behind a strong jab, you know, strong punches, and showed the smaller man that you're stepping out of your realm. You know, kind of showed that level that okay, you think I can't box? You know, I can do this. You know, I. You say that you do everything I do, but a little bit better. Let's try it, you know. So Errol Spence kind of took the foot off, you know, the gas, and he just kind of boxed him to a <clears throat> he boxed him to a pretty dominant decision. I mean, he was hitting him with some hard shots, but I give Mikey a lot of credit for being able to take them shots. But at the same time, you know, um, a lot of them were still getting through. A lot of them were still getting through on him. You know, he he has some. He was blocking a lot of the punches, but at the same time, like I said, you know, when you hit him on that guard, man, Spence getting really hit. And I felt like that first half, first three rounds, he really started feeling it, you know. Mikey really started feeling it. And that's when he realized that, damn, this guy has something else so strong that I can't expose that weakness. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like when you're on the outside looking in sometimes. Like I said the other day, I could say Mike Tyson all has all these holes, but – do I have the ability to expose him? Hell no, you know. But Mikey, you know, he's saying that he can expose somebody Errol Spence. But it's a lot harder than when you get in there, you know. It's a lot harder, man. But um, yeah, overall I enjoyed the fight. What about you, man? Yeah, that that was that was like um <clears throat> from the way I the the way I view fights and mm-hmm. kind of by halfway through, I kinda got a little bored with it, Ant, to be honest, because um, I was expecting more from Mikey Garcia, and once I just seen it was just 
almost total domination. It kind of just took it took it out of it for me. It was a good fight as far as two world class, you know, warriors going in there giving it all they had. But you know, halfway through the fight, I was kind of emotionally detached because it was like I knew what was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? I mean, mm-hmm. it wasn't that punches chance left. It wasn't that lucky punch wait. It, none of that variables really wasn't factoring in for me. It was just this fight is is going one way. You know what I'm saying? Um, but that's just because the fact that Mikey was smaller, coming up to fight this guy, I mean, that's what made it compelling. So once I got to fight night and it wasn't compelling that, you know what I'm saying? It kind yeah. of slapped me a little bit. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, overall, like I say, two warriors getting in there, laying it all out on the line. You know, Earl Spence putting on a great performance, showing people some different stuff he has in his arsenal. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, Mikey Garcia, I mean, hard of a line at, but, you know, still at what cost? You know what I mean? Who are you trying to prove your heart to? You know what I'm saying? Because, I mean, he did hang in there for 12 rounds, but he took a lot of punishment. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, is Mikey Garcia even going to be the same fighter, you know, after Saturday night? We don't know that. And, um, you know, like you were saying the other day, it's, it's no real more victory going, you know, 12 rounds because, like I always say, yeah, we don't know which punch causes brain damage, Parkinson's, CTE, any of these things. So, mm-hmm. like he might have made 12 rounds, but he something happened that night that might affect him down the road. Down the road, you know. So, mm-hmm. um, I do take my hat off for him step even stepping up to the plate, but mm-hmm. after about three rounds, in my mind, he realized what he had made a wrong assessment, and it was just survival, and I really don't care to see fighters just survive and you know what I mean it's yeah. you lose you know what I mean I mean I'm just it's just my opinion that you know what I'm saying oh yeah I, I yeah things or whatever mm-hmm. I think yeah like on a on the emotional side like you said you emotionally detached to it kind of bored you I, I understand because like on that part on the emotional side I don't want to see a man get beat the you know, battered and beaten for 12 rounds if he can't do anything. But on that scientific style, for me, I I enjoyed the fight because, you know, it was like you saw the bigger, stronger man show this other level and just take him apart, you know what I mean? And just show him that this ain't a game, you know? You know, this ain't your game. You know, your your weights are lower the two weights down, you know? He really had to show him that. And he did that for 12 rounds because it's like you said, um, after maybe the fourth round, you could see it in Mikey's face when Mikey was like, I don't think I got anything. You know, of course he wasn't going to say that, but he didn't have anything. Of course. And it wasn't even that home run punch chance because that's how, that's how nullified he was. Every bit of his skill, every bit of his heart was nullified. You know, the heart was strong, but at the same time, it was kept at a distance. It was kept, you know, so far from ever having a chance to come back at anything. Even when he tried to get on the inside, you know, there was no way. Um, I saw him swing one wild shot and, you know, he missed. So that was that point whenever I get it around 10, you know, Robert Garcia was like, you know, if you don't show me anything, I'm going to stop it at this round. But he was like, what did he say? Can I get another round? Yeah. And, you know, he gave him that round. He gave him the last round. So to me, if Robert wanted to stop it, I wouldn't have been mad with you. 
No, I, I, I was just about to bring that point up. And imagine how it is for your brother and your father to have watched that for 12 rounds. Mm-hmm. Your brother was a fighter. He knew exactly how it felt. Your father been in the boxing game training people forever. So, you know, you're talking about two people who know the sport well, and they had to sit back and watch their loved one. That, I mean, blood, you know, I think that's tough, man. That's tough. I know, you know, they was probably battling themselves the whole time. You know, mm-hmm. I, I don't want to do it too early, and Mike was mad at me. He'll never let me live this down, but mm-hmm. I don't want to see my brother or my son hurt either. You know what I mean? That's 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 a hard battle, man. That's too much, man. It's too much. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because for me, when I'm looking at it, if I was his trainer in his corner, if he was in the slugfest with somebody, he got dropped, got back up, dropped the other guy, got back up, I would still feel a little bit into the fight. Like, we could really do something. Like, hey, we could do this. But just watching him get beat like that, that's like absolutely he's defenseless and you feel bad for him because you really sitting there like, oh, shit, everything we prepared for, Spence is killing us, you know? Like, he's he's really, my brother's not getting beat. I would really feel like, hey, man, you ain't doing that. I got to stop this because we ain't prepared for this, you know? Absolutely. Like, I know he don't want to hear that, but that that would have been a good time to stop it to me, yeah. That, 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 that emotional, you know, connection right there, you know, like you said, man, if it was, if it was fans that had a hard time watching that, imagine how the imagine how the family felt, eh? Imagine yeah. how Rod felt watching that. You know, Robert wanted to get in there and jump on Earl. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. He, his baby brother taking a beating, but you can't. Exactly. You know, you can't. He, you know, he thinking like, oh shit, my brother can't handle this. I gotta go in there and help him. You know, but it's not like that. Hey, you know. So um, I just wanted to bring that point up because that's another aspect of boxing that you know that um that exists. You know, but yeah. I know it's tough for them to sit back and, and watch. And I know they had the, the, the tile in their hand, just, you know what I mean? Yeah. Loaded, but. Um, and think about it, too. Like, did you see the, the 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 advice they were trying to give him? There really was none, was it? Like, in the last few rounds in the corner, it was just like, try to get on the inside, try to push him in there. It was like, try to get him on the ropes, but. There was really nothing where they were gonna say like, "Hey, man, you know, do this and it'll it'll work." You know, do it this and it'll. Nothing not. they could tell him, man. It was There's no in the world they could tell him at that point. Just stay alive, stay, stay, on, stay on your feet. Yeah, man, stay on your feet. I mean, go out, go out on your feet. That's all we could say at this point. But you know, I really feel with that point. You know, with the expertise of your brother, former world champion, and your father, world renowned boxing trainer. They couldn't come up with nothing. It's just, it, I mean, at some point, you got to count your losses and say, yo, I'm in over my head. That can happen to anybody. It's not impossible. You know, and Mikey Garcia, that night was in over his head. And, I mean, you know, kudos to him for having the courage to do that. But, you know, it's not like he in over his head. I'm in over my head just going to step to LeBron and play a game of basketball. Yeah, he going with my ass, but not mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He just right. going to jump on me. Mm-hmm. So you 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 picking something that could be harmful to 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 to, to you know yourself now and or later. So, yeah, um, <clears throat> it just, it's like you know it's like me saying that little black bear out the woods. He's all small, you know. Maybe I can move him, you know. Then I go out there and get my ass torn up by him, you know, because I don't I'm, I don't have the right tools to beat that little bear, even though he is small, you know. Exactly. You That's ain't, what I'm saying. You ain't could be. Yeah, I ain't could be. <laughs> exactly, man. 
So yeah, man, like moral victory, yeah, like I was gonna go in there, I was just saying moral victory for me, like I just didn't feel like there was one for him. Just to go in there and say you went twelve rounds with a man that that could have um did some damage to you in the long run. There's really no there's really no percentage in that to me. Like you can't really walk away and say, Hey, I went twelve rounds with Earl Spence and be like, Oh, did you y- y- y'all really y'all slugged it out? You you dropped him? Like, no, nah, I just went twelve rounds with him. <laughs> you know? Especially in, when nobody wanted this fight but you. Exactly. Nobody, nobody said, Oh man, Mikey, I think you could be it. You got the tools, that'd be you wanted this fight, so for you to take a what you call a, a moral victory and you know, take a a, a, a beating for 12 rounds, um, I mean, I, you know, I just I don't know, I, you know, I don't want to say right or wrong because everything is perspective, but you know, I don't know about that one, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, I, I hope because going in this fight, I know he know he didn't, I know he didn't feel like he had this 100% in the bag, but. I hope that he got whatever he wanted out of the fight. That's all I can say. I mean, you lost every single round, so I hope whatever it was he was looking for, he got it, you know? Yeah. You know. Hopefully for, he got that demon up out of him, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, going back real quick, too, because um, there was just so many points in that fight where, you know, he didn't have it, even the footwork, because it was just like, and on, on a couple of Ellie's videos, you know, he was like, hey, we don't want to be too heavy because we, you know, going to use the footwork or whatever. But, man, he was still heavy. He was still slow. And that's what's crazy because Errol Spence was really the bigger man, but he was also fast, you know. He was just too fast for him. And I was like, you know, him being faster and powerful, it was just wasn't going to be a good combination. At least if Mikey had some footwork, maybe he could have got out of there, you know, where he could have got it more in in and out of it. But, you know, like I said, Mikey's more of a basic fighter. You know, he just does all the basics. Well, he don't have that Crawford gift where, you know, you can, you know, show him something that ain't in the book, you know? Show him something that's that's going to baffle Spence or something, or take away his jab. But Mikey's just like an open book. You know, no disrespect, but I mean, he does a basic work. He's just like an open book. If you, if you do this, then you'll win. You know, that's how it is kind of when you fight Mikey. And and think about it, Ant. I mean, some stuff, I don't know. How could a man of his stature, his build, be faster putting on weight? Explain right. scientifically how, how could that happen, Ant? I mean, he, he's a short guy, short kind of wide guy. You know what I mean? Not yeah, wide, yeah, yeah. wide, but you know, you've seen his body. It wasn't ripped up. I mean, he's short. But how could putting on more pounds make you I mean, Earl Spencer's coming down, losing weight, so he's laying up, you know, and then he's used to doing that. So, I mean, I, I get that part of it, but mm-hmm. I don't get you thinking you're going to be fast being that short. You know what I mean? If he was taller, mm-hmm. maybe, you know, he'd be more athletic or move around, but I, I just don't get where he thought that that was going to even factor in that, you know what I'm saying, to be honest. You know right, I mean? like speed ain't really something in his frame. I know what yeah, you mean. Like, yeah, it, dude, come on. He's just, you know, like, like you said, it's just like not square, but even the way his feet are planted, like yes. he, speed, ain't, speed ain't his game. Like I think that even at his lower weight, Spence would still be faster. You know what I mean? Like him fighting in 135 don't make him faster than Spence, you know, because speed was never really his key in the game anyway. So all all roads just kind of pointed to, to, to disaster for him in this one, man. But like I said, shout out to him for setting that example. 
to to go for the fight that makes sense, you know, to you. Yeah, because that definitely yeah. was a personal goal. You know, what I'm as saying? a personal goal. Yeah, personal goal. I mean, and hopefully, like you said, and that was a good good way to put it. You know, hopefully, he got what he was looking for out of the fight because I mean, everything is not just the money or the you know some things is like you say, man. I I can say I can rest easy knowing that I did challenge myself against the best that was out at that time. I mean, I came up short, but I did it. You know what I mean? We don't know what make people tick. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Hopefully he found whatever it is. You know what I mean? Yeah. Don't have to experiment with that no more. You know? Yeah, please, please don't. Yeah. But all I know, Keith Thurman probably like, damn, Mikey, you were supposed to win. I was like, damn, he wanted to win. <laughs> And and, and 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 I mean, and then like on the flip side, and it's kind of crazy because it's like, I mean, it's some of them names, them top names at mm-hmm. 147 pounds that I think Earl Spence would knock out. So that's another kind of, you know, nod that Mikey Garcia that, you know, he did stay in there at 12. I don't think all those guys can make it 12 with him, man. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I don't like And that's what's crazy. 12. <laughs> yeah, cause I'm glad you brought that up because that just shows you like, the level of skill of guys on. Like, we seen Canelo knock bigger guys out, but he could knock Floyd out. Right. You know, so. Absolutely. 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 Every time you kind of gauge that, that kind of, you know, puts more stock in the, 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 the real challenge on his record. Like, Floyd, he went 12 with him. You know, um, James Kirkland, Amir Khan, they couldn't go 12 with him. You know, Liam Smith, they couldn't go 12 Canelo. But, like, you go over here, L. Spence, he might knock Sean Porter out, Thurman out. I knock an old Manny out, but Mikey Garcia actually had the defense to deflect the power to get knocked out, you know? Yeah. So that shows you, man. He, he's, a, he's a durable guy, though, man. <clears throat> Wrong weight, but durable, man. But yeah. uh, what do you want to see man, uh, Errol Spence do from here now, man? Um, Since he called Manny out after the fight. The Manny fight is watchable, but in my opinion, the fight that – I mean, it's a few fights that I would watch with him, but the fights that are compelling is the Crawford fight and then going up to 154, fights at 154. Sean mm-hmm. Porter and all them, they're good fights. I'll watch them, at, but the greatness fights, the legacy fights, uh, in my opinion, Terrence Crawford and then going up to 154 and mixing it up with some guys that kind of – give you more of a challenge. You know what I'm saying? I mean... Um, yeah, because some herd talk was too, like, herd talk was out there, you know, like... Yeah, if he was too, love it, love yeah. it. And man, like, that might actually, you know, that would be a good win for me, you know. I like that. Because I told you, I don't really, I'm not really feeling him at 147. I mean, that's why mm-hmm. nobody wants to fight him. He's so big. I mean, that shouldn't be an excuse, but, you know, go up to 154 where you ain't, you, you ain't the biggest. Mm-hmm. You're not the biggest, and touch yourself. But look, I will say this: I do give him respect for actually saying. Somebody said, "Would you move up to 175?" He was like, "No, nah, you crazy." You know, like see somebody like he still got his limit. You know, what I mean, like Mikey should have known his limit were was 140. You know what I mean? Like I know 175 is crazy too, but I mean, like yeah, you got to know your limit. Yeah, you do. I mean, and but then on the flip side too, man. I mean, it is some guys at one forty seven that Mike could beat. Mikey could beat. You know what I'm saying? You just ain't gonna beat that guy. Of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because we're talking different body styles. Like Absolutely. I think the I think the Thurman Garcia would have been a little bit more interesting. You know, just because of the body style. But we're talking, yeah. Absolutely. 
When you're talking big guys like Spence, guys that can end their career at 160, you know, nah, you don't need to be crazy. Yeah, it's crazy, you know, with no but yeah. um, Bud, Bud, and this is Yeah, I, I like the Crawford and then him looking at 154. You know, mm-hmm. definitely, definitely, if it's going to be a whole lot of politics with him getting in there with Sean Porter and Keith Thurman, I don't want to hear none of that. Get Terrence Crawford and then go on the big and better fish. I don't feel like going through the whole debate and all this plan. You know, Mikey did it. You did it with Mikey, a guy who ain't even in your division. I don't want to hear y'all going back and forth for not being able to do it. Eh? That's going to frustrate me. Yeah. Earl yeah. Spence, he putting everybody on notice. Any of y'all can get it. I'm calling y'all out. Post-fight, pre-fight, everywhere, Sean. I'm doing it. I mean, to, to me, he he's doing everything that people do who who, who want who want it. Who want it, yeah, exactly. What, you, you, you think Sean didn't really want it when Sean said he would do it? Evidently not. <laughs> evidently not, eh? Evidently not. What, you think, I'm just saying, what you think? It didn't happen. And then... Left. One minute he said he wanted then, or oh, it's not going to happen this year. He started getting on that Keith Thurman talk too a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Well, you know, a little leprechaun say about his real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man, I'm just saying. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, he, it's not like the same energy. He says it, but you know, actually calling it, calling him out and saying, like, let's do this is different than just saying, oh, yeah, yeah, we'll do it. You know, like, oh, yeah, yeah. You know. What's stopping it at? If he if Porter wants it, what's stopping? He ain't he ain't on the other mm-hmm. side of the street. He's not on the other side of the street. What's stopping? Yeah, they, yeah, they neighbors. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's like right there. So I don't see you don't you never hear Earl Spence talking about. Well, we need to build this fight. I mean, except when it comes to Crawford, I hear him sidestepping a little bit. But other than that, Porter, Garcia, Thurman, he want immediate smoke with them. Pacquiao, he want immediate mm-hmm. smoke with any of them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? They not they they don't want immediate smoke. They hey yeah maybe 2020. It's just always something. It's not all right. Let's do it. It's not that. Ant. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. um, Earl Spence he putting his himself in the realm of possibly being great. Go ahead and do that, Earl. Don't wait for don't wait for these guys who might not be chasing that same thing you chasing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Because his vibe, Spence's vibe, has been giving me. The great vibe, the great vibe where the the money will come with it. But you know, like I said, whenever you're talking Porter and Thurman, it's it's cash out time. You know, like no disrespect, but it is like cash out time. It's not always like let's get all of these belts. You know, let's get all these belts from these guys. It's always like um, first it's mandatory, then we'll talk. You know, yeah. it's never like I want it, I want it, let's do it. But like that's why I just say like. Bud and Bud and Spence should just be that next fight to happen, you know. Yeah. Because these guys, I think he could get Bud before he would actually ever get in there with Thurman, which is sad because mm-hmm. Thurman and Porter, like we said, they're neighbors. You know, they're on the same side of the street. Where Bud, the more and more they keep saying, "I want this fight," Aaron, he's gonna have to fight later. I say, we gotta make it, you know. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, man. I mean, even that, and even that talk of different sides of the street. Okay, I mean, we didn't see people that was way bigger than y'all on other sides of the street. And ha- I don't even want to hear that. Eh? Y'all y'all not two mega stars on the opposite side of the street. I mean, real talk. Eh? We seen mega superstars on the opposite side of the street. And they came to agree. And made it happen. 
Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I'm just keeping it a hundred. Eh? I mean, they, they 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 if they forgot Clisco and AJ Showtime and HBO, you and, know, and, and, like, as of as of recent, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah the most recent one. Yeah, so it can be done. It can be done. It has been done, and it's been done with way bigger names than both of y'all. Yeah. Way bigger names. So yeah, and um, it's something I look forward to seeing. I mean. In 2019, is it going to happen? I don't know, but it's just one of the things I, I'm looking forward to seeing. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. Same here, man. But um, I will say, too, like, I ain't, I wasn't no big Yellow Beezy fan, but that intro, man, Errol Spence's intro, I didn't give him credit, man. That that's that was one of the baddest intros in a while, man. Why? Because of the band or, or Yellow Beezy? What, what, what made you, you feel? Just, just the band, man. Just the band and then, then having Yellow Beezy come out because, like, I, I'm old, man, because when I, when I saw him, I said, is that Breezy? I said, is that, I said, is that young Breezy? Oh, I mean, yeah, he definitely definitely a young new cat on the yeah. scene. But that song had did a lot of radio plays, so I, I, I was familiar with that okay. song. And knew he did him and Earl was both from Texas or whatever. But it definitely was a um a cool little intro. Um, I'm glad you brought that up, though, Ant, because... You know, like you say, you know, I'm, uh, you know, the band that caught your attention or whatever. And um, intros are important. It's part of the show. And um, I like Earl's thing. You know, Earl's so laid back. I didn't really get that vibe that I get. You know, some people come out with the pumped up music. You know, even the Yellow mm-hmm. Beat song is like a laid back Texas it, it vibe. Fit him. It fit him. Exactly. Yeah. Because, so, like, uh, today I just played the song for the first time, you know, like, on my, you know, on my iPhone, I pumped it up and I was like, damn, you know, this was knocking, but at the same time, it was kind of laid back. So I was like, that's why he chose that song. And it was just like, definitely was a perfect, um, a perfect, uh, walkout song or whatever. But yeah, man, intros is, intros is dope. Um, definitely. Yeah, I was going to say it's something like we have to go back and talk about. Cause yeah, like intros, man, like that's something about boxing too, like gets me flowing the energy, you know, like one of the last ones that really was hot was, just, just, just having Floyd come out when he was fighting Zab Judah playing the Fifty Cent song or something, you know, yeah. and just the robe he was wearing and the look he had on his face and the way he walked, and then the Method Man and Red Man with Roy Jones—that was like one of the my top fives, you know. Well, I, one of my favorite ones lately ain't been, and and it's kind of just like a, it's a different thing. Is 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 even Tank with the Michael Jackson thing, because we love Michael Jackson in Baltimore. So yeah. the fact that he did something different like that and had to dance, that was even interesting. Nobody had did that. It wasn't about mm-hmm. being a, a, a gangster rapper. This is Mike, it's MJ. I'm coming out to MJ, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And every fighter likes MJ from Anderson, Anderson Silva to Tank Davis to, um, you know, mm-hmm. amount of other fighters. But um, I thought that was a cool intro. But like I say, it's, 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 it's all those little parts pieces make a part of, you know, what makes it good, and you know what I mean? You know, we, yeah. we look forward to that good intros. And don't, let us not forget that uh, Haseem Hamed coming in on flying carpets and all mm. his crazy intros. You know, he, he had some yeah. of the craziest ones, man. you know what I'm saying? So, yeah, he had them cra- That's what I'm saying, like, some of these ones, like, you look at, like, his, and they, uh, when they just coming in, it's like, sometimes you want to get straight to the fight, but then you they get your attention, you know, Watching them come to the ring, you really want to see what they do. Because, like, even like I said, this recent one, just seeing the band play and then leading up to who he got coming out with him. And then they do what he just came out. I was just like, yeah, he ready, you know. 
And it was like, he felt like, like you said, he had somebody from Texas. He had everybody represent him the way Mikey had everybody cheering for him. But whenever he came out, it just seemed like everybody was on hush. You know what I mean? Everybody's on hush, but at the same time, they were amazed. And when he came to the ring, it was just like he was, he was ready to work, man. That definitely was a um was a good song. Like now, anytime I hear that song, I'm gonna definitely think about Earl Spence for real. Like, That's what I was gonna say. I've been headed on my playlist or whatever, but yeah. it definitely just it remind me reminds me of um Earl now or whatever. So yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Like when you hear when they really made an impact when you play a song again, it already makes you think of it. You know, kind of yeah. like a movie sometimes. Mm-hmm. Definitely, definitely. But yeah, man. Um. Pretty good fights, like I said, it was a good fight for me. I know, uh, like I said, Mikey needs to rethink things and kind of go back down to the lower weight. So, what do, we, what do you think about him and Tank, man? That, that's kind of interesting. Wow, and that's too much for me to that's stop just throwing me crazy matchups in the middle okay, and want me to come up <laughs> instantly. <laughs> you gotta take that to the lab, man. I can't, I'm not okay. We're gonna take that back to the lab, yeah, yeah. To the lab. Okay, okay, Nike and Lomachenko. I love, the one I, love I love it. I love yeah. that. I love that one. And I'm just saying the thing about Tank and Mikey, just because I've never even considered that fight. So you throwing it at me. I'm like, wait, man, what are you talking about? Oh, damn, they all around the same. They could do it. You know what I mean? But yeah. I never thought about that. But, you know, the Mikey and the Loma is more. Sorry, some history there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Sorry, a little traction there. Um, I, what should have happened? Yeah, it should have happened. You know, he might he might be. Well, it, it, was it on the table? Was it able to happen? That you know, was Loma was Loma ready to dance? See, that's the thing. Like Loma had that other fight in December coming up. I, you know, last December when he did the uh, the Pedraza fight, and uh, I think it was Pedraza. It was whoever he whoever he came back against after he had the shoulder surgery. So he was going to do that fight. And then I think he wanted to fight somebody else. So I think Mikey just said he was going to do the arrow fight, which, you know, I don't know if Loma really wanted it at the time, you know. So, because I'm sure Mikey would have wanted it, you know. Yeah. Well, I too. It's definitely still a good fight. I definitely would still like to, to, to see that fight. You know what I mean? I would have liked to see it before Mikey fought Earl, but I still would like to see it, you know. I don't want to see it and be like, dang, Mikey ain't the same fighter he was. You know what I'm saying? I would, you know, before he fought Earl, so. Yeah, I hope that didn't happen, man. I hope he didn't take that type of beating. Yeah, me too. Of course, I hope that ain't, but I'm just saying, you know, I would want to see a top-notch Mikey against a top-notch Loma. You know what I'm saying? Exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's all I'm saying, yeah, you know. Yeah, man, but, um. I ain't want to, you know, go in too much on it because, like I said, I ain't really hating on Wilder for, you know, what his choices. But, you know, as you, as they said, you know, Wilder, he turned down the deal with the zone. It was supposedly supposed to be $120 million. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, he didn't catch a lot of flack for it. But we were talking about this earlier. And for me, it doesn't really upset me. Like, when I heard it, it didn't throw me into a – a realm like all these people are saying, oh, you ducking, you a coward, you this and that. I think that just kind of adds to more of the energy that you never really cared about, you know? Absolutely. That's how I kind of feel. And and, and, you, and just being ignorant to business in the game, man. Mm-hmm. You know, people said, oh, they giving you $100 million to fight the fight that you want? 
it's more to it than that. Like, like, you know, we was talking about earlier. We don't know what the contract specified, what it didn't specify, what was in it, what, what wasn't in it, you know, um, for one thing, you know, and then for two, like I said to me, and you know, um, you know, I, I would want to be with a proven company before I just jump ship with something that's new. And that's kind of what's going on. I mean, Showtime has proved itself in sports in the town, all, all realms. Mm-hmm. On this new kid on the block, you know, they're making a lot of noise. You know what I'm saying? Um, they seem to be backing up what they say that they're going to do, delivering what they say. But, um, how long can they do that? And how long can they throw around these big paydays? You throwing 20 million here, you throwing half a billion over here, quarter billion over here to Canelo. I mean, mm-hmm. they not made of money. So, um, especially when you think about it, is your, $9.99 a month stream, is it really doing that well where you can just be tossing money out? You know what I mean? I don't think so, Ant, because a lot of people in America still bootlegging. So yeah. to be honest, it's not like everybody in the world is hopping on the zone app because they not. They mm-hmm. have all types of different streaming services out now that people buy, ain't doing none of that crap. Exactly. You know? So um, I wouldn't think that they scoring that well off of it, you know, but you know how it is with money, man. You know, people just will and deal. They blind it right now, and then when the smoke settling, you know, somebody's left holding the bag, it's going to be too late, you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, and then mm-hmm. I think Wilder probably made a smart decision because it sounds obvious to do that. Oh, you gonna give me a hundred million to fight AJ, but it's more to it than that, and who wouldn't? Who wouldn't do that if it was correct? Mm-hmm. What fighter wouldn't do that if it was what it was, and eh? something wasn't if, right with it? If everything was just straight on, you know, straight down the line, you know. I mean, but everybody know, come on, man, a hundred million dollars, twenty million dollars, you know that there's always some type of strings attached, man. No matter how good a heavyweight you are, you undefeated, you got a belt, there's always going to be strings attached to whatever money's offered to you, you know, because nobody gives you anything for free. That's what I'm saying, like. My thing was when I heard this and he made that choice, first thing that popped in my mind was just saying, like, again, man, boxing is a sport where you can really see who a man is, you know, as an individual. Like, football players, NBA players, we see in the past, they take whatever money's coming to them as a team. That's just how we do, you know. But somebody like Wilder, he knows that the choice he makes, that's going to make his whole career as a whole, you know. We got bench riders in basketball shot callers in basketball where it's like whatever they do, we just going to follow. But with Wilder, it's like, hey, I got to make this choice for my family, you know? Right. You know, these these are the people riding my bench. These are the people that ride for me. So, do it, is it worth selling my soul for, you know? Right. This much money, you know? So, I got to make that right choice. And whether y'all hate me, I got to do it. Because it's like he said, shout out to the boxing voice, you know, when they talked to him, he said that when they went to the meeting with him and his manager, they actually came to the zone, you know, the, I forgot the John Skipper guy. They came there with their their list of what they wanted. And he said, it was like, they didn't expect that, <laughs> you know? He was like, they didn't expect him to come with their demand. They just thought he was going to come in there, oh, you've got $100 million, I'm going to sign, you know? Exactly. They think that, like we said, we just thirsty. We just, well, I'm ready to sign. You walking in the door with an ink pen in your hand. Why wouldn't he have demands? He's a heavyweight champion of the world, too, eh? That's what I want right. to say, like. Why? Why is he playing 
like he's a contender. Mm-hmm. You know, like we say, he turned down a hundred million. Okay, they might have gave him a hundred million right now, but when his he's done with Showtime, he might end up with five hundred million. We don't yeah. know. We you don't know. know. You never know. We don't know. You know, but I tell you right now, a bird in the hand beats two in the bush all day long. Eh? They, that didn't just come from nowhere. So you're taking a gamble with the zone. Is this check even going to cash? You know <laughs> Is my second installment even going to come through? We don't know that. Right. It's he's, already, he's already got some people that have been loyal to him, and they already know his worth, where he could possibly grow. He's not just taking some flat rate. Where it's like, like you said, this flat rate I'm taking, is it going to be guaranteed? <laughs> You know, or is there something else that come with this? Are y'all going to take it back on me? Yeah. You know? You know. And then, like I say, and I'm a heavyweight champion of the world. Who are y'all to make me a flat offer? He's not taking a flat offer. Y'all don't run the boxing world. They act like I got to go through y'all. I'm going to fight regardless if I'm on the zone or whatever. I'm going to be the champion until somebody take my belt from me. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. he do got his self-worth and his pride and his integrity alone. Eh? Like I say, you offer me $100 million, That sounds like a lot to poor people, but in the round where Floyd made $300 million for a fight in Canelo, you know what I mean? That, that that money can be looked at different, you know, when you're in that realm of big money. Especially when you think about it, like, we look at raises down here the same way. You know, we do our battle in the same way, like, hey, he getting this, why can't I know my worth? You know, why can't I, why can't I get the same thing or better? Because I've been here more longer, you know what I mean? Like, my experience might be here, so I should begin. So we have to negotiate on this level. So when he's here, a hundred million might be like nothing because there's other things that come with it. Where Floyd, this three hundred is guaranteed his. You know, so he's like, hey, my words should be the same way. Exactly. You know, especially when you tell him putting your life on the line. Man. You know, I got to go in there and fight. You give me a hundred million, everybody around me going to eat off that. Mm-hmm. You know, the, my, my my security going to be good. Everybody going to be good. But I'm the only one got to go in there and fight. So this mm-hmm. got to be right for me. It's got to be right for me. This got to be, you know, we got to go through this with a fine-tooth comb, and if it don't meet up, then I'm walking because I'm the champion too. Eh? That's my thing. He is a champion. Yeah. He's got one of the best belts, the most respected belts out. He's got the green belt, man, the one that really matters. So, And, I mean, I, you know, I, I, I definitely wasn't mad at him. And to me, think about it, eh? This man got lawyers and smart people around him, even if he ain't smart. Did you think they would have been – let him just walk away from a lottery ticket? No. Mm-hmm. He advised him. No. Nah. You know what I'm saying? He got people around him. You know, he got, yeah. Smart people around him. Yeah, especially when you know, like you say, they came up with what he's worth and his, his, his demands and put that on the table, which it probably was something that Showtime was already giving him with a little something more, but they couldn't accommodate that. So he was like, hey, we ain't going to take it. Yep. And the thing is, too, like going back, it's like, if he take this flat rate, imagine what these other people are getting. You know what I mean? They they still want to be making money off of him in some certain way. It's like you brought up the other day, like, we I can't remember what we was talking about, but just something like in the music business, you know, like, you get a flat rate for something, but you don't own it. In the long run, some other people are going to be feeding their family off of what you wrote Forever. or what you created. Forever. You know what I'm saying? So, Wilder, at this point, he's trying to make himself a brand, you know. He's trying to make himself a brand where he can feed his family, you know, and he ain't just taking whatever is thrown at him, and then that's it. Right. Because, I mean, think about it, and I mean, at a fighter, there's no residual pay in that. You got to get you a nest egg and be able yeah. to, you know, live off that. 
for the you can't write a song or you'll fight. You don't get paid every time we watch your fight on HBO. You know, yeah, exactly. I don't think I don't know how that works, but I'm sure it's not a whole lot if they do. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you need that nest egg where you can say, yo, I got 500 million in the bank. We good. You know what I'm saying? And damn right. And I put my life on the line for this. I, I'm not mad. I'm not saying they being greedy or they being. No, you putting your life on the line every time. That's the number one thing, man. You got people behind the scenes who ain't taking no risk. Their bank accounts be looking like that when all the smoke mm-hmm. went. And your career, their account look like that. Because think about it. Say something that's, you know, God forbid nothing happened to him like that. But let's say something like Adonis Stevenson happened to him in the ring. It's over. You don't have to take care of it. It's over, you know. It's Where's over. his money coming from? Same with Jerry McClellan. What happened to him? You know, those big doctor bills, they ran him to the ground. So it's like, it's over, dude. That's the stuff that fighters are thinking about. Absolutely. You know, you know, you could be a vegetable and need 24 seven care all day long, wipe your butt, all that. Mm-hmm. You, you, you don't know. And that's why I'm saying, you know, when you step in, that's a heavyweight. I mean, with any punches dangerous, any punches dangerous for any fighter, but definitely for a 300, 200 pound guy taking a punch to the head, you know, you got, you got to, you got to get paid, man, and you got to play hardball. You know what I'm saying? They they, they just throwing money around. But mm-hmm. it's not a regular guy. Y'all throwing money to just regular. I'm not a regular guy. I'm the heavyweight champion of the world, you know, and y'all going, you know, fill, meet my quota or whatever I'm trying, you know, whatever I'm my demands, you know, meet my mm-hmm. demands. And if not, I got a role. I mean, I, I'm happy he did that because it sends a message saying that we just not going, you're not just going to dangle money over us and we're going to jump. I mean, I think the message that is deeper. It's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? The message that he said is deeper. It is, man. It's much deeper than it, like just saying, oh, we made it by taking the money. You know what I mean? That's some people say, oh, you made it. You made it. You take the money. You know, but for him to say no, it lets you know that, like we say, not, not everything is pretty, not everything is gold, you know? Absolutely. So, yeah, I respect him for that, man. Definitely got to give him respect for that. Because especially, like I said, the way he described it, he said it wasn't the energy that he felt he wanted around him. And that's a big thing to say, man. That's a big part of it. And like you say, they offer me $100 million a regular Joe Smith. Well, yeah, we're going to hop on it. We don't care what the terms say. Because we're not the heavyweight champion of the world. We're not mm-hmm. 41 and no... 40 knockouts, we we not bringing all that to the table, you know what I'm saying? But he is, so um, that's worth some money. It's worth mm-hmm. money, you know? Yeah, man. So from here, man, I just say I just want to see him continue to do set – them, set them little examples like that. You know, I say, like, for a boxer to do that as an individual, you know, that's how – that's how you really see the man they are, man, you know? Absolutely. Um, and think, Ant, Wilder, this ain't the first time, the second time, or the third time that he shows stuff that we don't see in other fighters. You know, he's been one of the few fighters that step in the ring and even speak on some black issues. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Holy's violence. He's out in Chicago. No money, no publicity. Walking in Chicago with the residents of Chicago. You know, so he's known to... Be a man of integrity, eh? you know what I'm saying? Be a man of integrity, you know what I'm saying? This might be hurting him right now, but the glory is coming, you know what I mean? If you turn this down, something bigger and better is coming. So 
I mean, I just I just look forward to seeing him get his just due, man, because um say what you want to say about him, but he's still undefeated. You know what I mean? Still a champion. Yeah, still a champion, you know, so um it is what it is. And and hey, the one of the most impressive things is this man be coming in 212, 218 pounds, man. Fighting the Giants. Yeah, we ain't talking about no big dude. We talking about a small dude. Exactly. So, you know, that's all I got to say on that. And I'm just saying, man, you know, people. I mean, yeah, yeah. I, that's why I brought it up, man, because I was just like, it's some, uh, it's another angle to it that people need to hear. You know, they see the same thing all the time. They just see big checks in front of a fighter, take it. He's a prize fighter, take it. But no, nah, man, like there's more to it. Yeah. And I feel like what he said, what he says goes because you, 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 or the legit champion, in my opinion, you know, he is the legit champion. So, versus him and AJ, like I said, he's the one that really wants to fight. To me, he's the guy that really wants to make himself great. So, I've always felt like, you know, to be able to say, "Hey, I don't want your money," and then after that, just you know, kind of throw it back in their face. To me, that's a, you know, that's just respect because all day long, man, we always just take the money all day long as people. Absolutely, and then that. One last point I want to bring up, you know, he, he, he might have really felt like, okay, if I go to the zone, I take this money. AJ is still a golden boy over there. Are they bringing me over there to set my, my demise up? I mean, it's so many things that could have rolled out and went through his mind. You feel me on that, Ant? Yeah, because... You know AJ is, 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 he's always going to be the superstar because of all the things he has. And, you know, even if Wilder mm-hmm. Beat will still be... On covers of magazines and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do they really want? Would they really? You know, do, do I really want them to be in control of the playing field, the zone? When I know who they're golden boy, you know what I mean. So it's a lot. Yeah, because it's like I know I know because it's like you sign over here, you you're in his territory. Exactly, you you're, you're in his territory. Y'all still. got all the cards now. Y'all got all the cards. Mm-hmm. Y'all got all the cards, and y'all want my belt. I got I got one piece of the puzzle that y'all want, you know what I'm saying? So you know, I mean, it's 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 a lot of ways to look at that, and people need to stop just jumping on the obvious. Of course, it's obvious to turn down a hundred million dollars, but why would it? It's obvious too that some, why would somebody do that? You know what right. I mean? It's obvious too. Because think about it, the smart way would be doing it like we just said. It would be for this one fight, Showtime and the Zone Link to make this fight if they really wanted it. But why are they trying to make this guy come over here and take a four-fight deal? See, that's part of the deal, too. You got to take a four-fight deal, a three-fight deal, before you get the AJ fight. So, you know, they could always be sending somebody to give him the upset, you know? Why Why? why am I going to put myself in the field where y'all telling me still when I'm going to fight AJ, when I'm the champ, heavyweight champion? Of the world? It just don't make sense, man. You know, it don't mm-hmm. make so, like, cause really, think about it: four more fights or three more fights before you get the AJ fight. We want this shit now, so it could just be a one fight deal. Y'all are playing. Who knows? God knows what could happen in four fights in the heavyweight division. Exactly, and that's what they're gonna be. And that's what they're hoping for. Of course, of course. So, I mean, like I say, man, it just all go back to you know. I mean, he's the one got to live with the decision, and I feel like he made the right decision for himself because he got. I ain't got to live with it. Why are the fans mad? It ain't y'all money. Mm-hmm. Y'all wasn't getting none of it. So, 
and him turning it down, like I said, with him turning the money down, he could still sleep at night because it's something he never had anyway. You know, it was something, it wasn't a deal he, he tried to get in the first place. So, exactly. And like I said, right now, he ain't hurting for no money. He got money. Like I said, he he, he's sleeping on silver bed sheets right now. And, you know, he's not living, he's not living on skid row. Exactly, man. But yeah, man, that being said, um, also, you know, I was looking at the press conference with Dominic Brazil. You know, he was all in Brazil's face in this one, man, and they were just kind of going back and forth because you know that drama they had before. Yeah. When um, they said his brother had punched him and they had a little altercation in the hotel room. Yeah, I knew they was going to try stuff. <laughs> yeah, you know. In Brazil, he was just talking to, you know, like, oh, I can beat Wilder, you know, he ain't, he's one of the worst technically, you know, fundamental fighters, you know, with his skill set ain't good. Um, I used to be a quarterback, like, What's quarterback going to do when you get in the ring with a with a real heavyweight man? <laughs> we seen what happened to football ex NFL players in boxing, man. We seen what happened to that. Don't mean a damn thing. <laughs> you know what I mean, we've seen that, right? Ain't we've seen that, right? Many a time, man. So, um, Many a time. I mean, I hate that. I hate that. That's what's next. Up for a while, but um, I definitely wanted to see something more intriguing than that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Brazil is just not. I mean, like I tell you, he, he's like a ba- he's like a damn banker at the at the press conference. Eh? It's nothing about him. Mm-hmm. Boxer. You know what I mean? It's nothing about him. Calvin, it's not his fault. Calvin, Calvin you know? Brock. Yeah, Calvin. I mean, yeah, Calvin Brock again, all over again. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Calvin Brock all over again. He was a bank teller, right? And uh. Yeah, he was a banker. Yeah, a tap dancer or a ballerina, one of them. Um, and he Dominic got knocked. Brazil? No, um, Kevin Brock. Oh, he was a ballerina too. No, he was a tap dancer. You don't remember he danced that? He did some type of dance too. Google it once we get off of here. But anyway, yeah, Calvin Brock. I think he was a bank teller for sure. But then he, when they showed him practicing, he was doing some type of dance. Which a few fighters, quite a few fighters. Dance, you know, as a as a training routine, you know. I mean, should yeah, no doubt. I, I guess I get a picture of him like like doing something like uh like you said ballerina for. I was like, it probably was tap dancing, man. I messed it up with the ballerina. I, I hope it was ballet, but I think it was tap dancing with the footwork, you know, because it's a lot of fast foot movement in the tap dancing. So like a a lot of boxers use that, you know, for training methods. Definitely back in the light on it. Yeah. So, um, but anyway, I mean, I wish it was a more intriguing fight out there for um, Wilder next. But I mean, in the same token, um, I mean, he he has been like just you know fighting whoever you know him and ducking nobody. So that's how I feel. Everybody keeps saying he putting bones on the record. Well, AJ he fought Dominic Brazil, you know, and I mean, you can't say Fury and Ortiz are bones, you know, back to back. Right. Um, Spilka, he's been knocking guys out with Mace to Vern. So it's like it's all in the eyes of the all in the eyes of the hater, man. Yeah, <laughs> That's yeah all in the eyes of the behater, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Because like you say, yeah, I mean I mean Wilder the last year he 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 been representing, I mean, the, the King Kong fight. I mean they still won't fight King Kong. Still won't fight King Kong. Nobody. You know what I'm saying? So I mean, he proved he'd do that. I mean, he just he, he to me he's trying to prove himself, right? You know, they're making it hard for him, but he's trying. He's trying. 
Yeah, he is because like every moment he does something similar to the next guy, you know it's hate. Because look, did did Tyson Fury get hate when he went over to ESPN? No, <laughs> you know what I mean. Now that Wilder, he's you know offered of his own deal, he turns it down. Y'all call him names, so it's just like you know which is it, man? Like, who's to blame on why this rematch ain't happened? Tyson Fury is so. You know, but that ain't what they say, man. And that's and that's like I said, I was saying a more compelling fight for um Wilder. But but that's the fight that should be happening in the rematch. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It shouldn't have been a thought. That should just been next, right, Ant? Yeah, because you heard how it happened, right? Wilder said that his team sent the paperwork over to to Tyson Fury. Just like how the first fight was done. They sent it over to him. And they never got an answer. So he said when they tried to call Tyson Fury, Tyson Fury never answered. Because he said they made the fight the first time by talking on the phone. So he said he tried to call Tyson Fury. He never answered. Then all of a sudden, they just heard about the ESPN deal. So it was like he just went behind his back and did it, you know? Yeah. And and one of the, the main points they was bringing up about the first fight, Wilder and Fury was how easy it was to make. Yeah, man, it was super easy to make. Wasn't no whole bunch of, you know, we both want, you know what I mean? Now, look, why the rematch is going to be hers, it's annoying, man. It's, it's crazy, man. Yeah. That's why I say, man, when the good fights come, we just got to cherish them, man. That's, that's it, brother. That's it, man. That's it. But yeah, man, um, yeah, before we wrap this one up, man, uh, got some fights on a Sunday, man. You know, the Peterson boys are back. In the world. Sunday, crazy. Sunday, My mind can't even in- comprehend that right now. And boxing on Sunday, so. I know, man. Uh, Lamont Peterson, he fighting now. Uh, you know, Sergey Lipinitz. Yeah, and Anthony Peterson, he fighting now. Uh, Genus Mendez. So you know, they they, they got a little uh, brother car going on there. You know, uh, it's kind of like a comeback for Lamont Peterson and Anthony Peterson, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's a pretty decent car for Sunday night. I mean. Most people I get up and go to work Monday, so I mean, it's just weird being on Sunday, man. I swear. I know it's kind of how to cap the Sunday off, man. But I don't, you know, I'm be watching. I'm gonna be probably watching The Walking Dead, so yeah, like nine o'clock. So and said that's a wrap. Y'all can hang it up. Talking <laughs> <laughs> about Walking Dead is a wrap. Damn, and you know I'm a boxing fan too, right? You, I, damn, know, I, mean. uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> that shit right there. Motherfucker, Lamar Peterson got knocked the hell out. Damn, I done sold you out, bro. <laughs> I sold you out, Lamar. My bad. Maybe I, I flip back and forth. My bad. You ain't even say that. Man. My man ain't even say I'm well, <laughs> back and forth between. Now, nah, well, I ain't going to see it, P. <laughs> so right well, now, she walking deep. Y'all, y'all need to stop putting boxing on a Sunday, though. <laughs> yeah. No wonder you was like, yeah, hey, it's on Sunday. I ain't going to see it, though, P. <laughs> yeah. Shoot, yeah, man. But um, yeah, that's all that's going on this weekend, man. And uh, yeah, just say happy birthday to Danny Garcia, man. Yeah, when, when is his birthday? Oh, uh, the day, yeah, yeah, the day, right? Thirty, yeah, thirty-one. Yeah, I did see that. Yeah, shout out to uh Danny Garcia, man. Happy birthday, brother. Danny a trip though, man. Like I can't even stay mad at him, man. He be making me laugh, man. Just look at him on Instagram, man. And- his little personality coming out. It, I, it's funny because I never really thought he was like a funny guy, but he's mm-hmm. been up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He, he, he be fashion, you know, he'd be dressing fly and stuff, you know, he'd be putting on the shows and stuff. He 
he need to be a comedian. I think he's been hanging out with um Kevin Hart and them a little a little too much, so it's rubbing he's off. He's definitely doing the Hollywood thing right now, which is mm-hmm. always good to me. And when I see fighters making it to that level where they respected amongst their peers and other entertainers and living that life, eh? you know, because that's what every fighter want to be respected. I'm a celebrity like a basketball player is a celebrity, like a yeah. actor is a celebrity, you know what I mean? So, yeah, it's good to see him out there and, you know, doing his Hollywood thing. And, yeah, because um, I see, like, what's his name, Atheon, and then they be commenting on his stuff, so I'm like, oh, yeah, he done crossed over with it, you know, they they know who he is, you know? Yes, sir. Yeah, man. But, um, yeah, Maybe that's all I got for this one, bro. Uh, was there anything you else wanted to say in closing, man? Um, no, real quick, and I do, I do, did want to mention um the Jay Leon and um Benavidez fight. I mean, what was it, two rounds? Um, yeah. But yeah, I just want to speak on how I think that Benavidez, you know, was going to be something to deal with when he's focused and you know got his head on straight because um. It was only two or three rounds, but he he really yeah, two, rounds. two rounds. He looked um, really good against a guy. Not a whole lot of competition, but it wasn't about it was about his skills and stuff he was doing in the ring to me. And I wasn't really looking at what he was doing to the guy. I was looking at you know how he was boxing. You know what I mean? The skills. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing him do some more things with um, 168. So I just wanted to mention that real quick. <clears throat> Okay. I always mix them up. He is David, though, right? Yes. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I just want to make sure you because um big one. Jose is the one but mopped. Mopped bring up, but yeah, okay, yeah, okay. Cause he's been out of the ring for like over a year, but him coming back and just being able to stop a guy like, you know, love, that's a statement to show you that hey, I'm still on this level, you know? Right. Like I'm ready for to get that ready to get that belt back, man. Cause, um, and, and did it like effortless, effortlessly, and you know, it's mm-hmm. that old shot I was looking at on Instagram where Jay Leon going to his body and Benavidez is laughing. Oh wow! Laughing, look at that. Let, me that shot. Let me go back and look at that, man. Yeah, he's laughing, Damn. dude. So, um, you know, like I, shout out to Benavidez, man. I'm looking forward to seeing some more of him. You know, 2019. Yeah, man. Super middleweights, they, they, um, that division, they starting to light it up, man. You know, Canelo still got his belt, so we never know what's going to happen, man. And Bibble keep playing with 168. You see, he keep playing some playing with it, so maybe he can do 168. That'd be good. Another yeah. 168. Yeah, man. I ain't mad. That's where the money is right now. You know? Yeah. So, yeah, man. Um, uh, yeah, before we wrap this up, man, um, uh, why don't you go ahead and uh, give out your contacts there, Pete? All your information, your home address, and all of that. Um, y'all can reach me at nine one nine. No, man, y'all can check me out. You know, always on, on IG. You know, Pete Barnhill. You know, and um, you can also check me out at Loud Pack Boxing. You know, on IG. Of course, you can check us both out on Facebook. Check us both out on Instagram. You know, but um, that's it, man. Yeah, man, you can find me on Instagram at Combo Breaker 99, Elf Box and everything, and on YouTube at Combo Breaker 99. And just subscribe to the Jab Podcast on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud. And yeah, man, uh, you said Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, right? The Jab Effect. I forgot Twitter. 
Okay, yeah. I mean, and I'll be forgetting it, man. It's hard for me to keep we everywhere. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, definitely. And, you know, shout out to all the new followers, you know, that be commenting on things and just coming through to put their two cents on every little thing. You know, they we say whether they agree or not, man. Yeah, I mean, we just enlighten me. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Gleek Titus always coming through, man. But yeah, man. Like always, name is Combo Breaker 99. It's your boy Boxing P, y'all. And we out. We out. Peace.